I'm being honest, I'm struggling. Like, like I'll be 100 transparent. I'm in a relationship, but I still struggle. I don't know about you, but hey, when I do fall, it's always a fun fall. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like I'm gonna go on this slide again. <laughs> of course, but 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 that's a really big question. Like, how do you? Welcome back to Urban Theology. Thanks for tuning in. This is a podcast brought to you by two millennial men who are brought together by the grace of God. And we're here to talk to you about everything from the ups, the downs, and the in-betweens of this life. This episode of Urban Theology is sponsored by Arome. Arome was designed to take care of your largest organ, your skin. I bet you didn't know that. Arome provides products that not only moisturize your skin, but also gives you nutrient-rich ingredients. When you go support them, let them know the good folks at Urban Theology sent you. Do this by checking out with our code urbant 15 That's U-R-B-A-N-T-1-5. And you can also save 15% each time you use that code. What's going on, my brother? What's up? My guy, we're just here. We thank God for another day. You know what I'm saying? We're just here, bro. Yeah, man. It's another, it's another week that we are we're blessed with the opportunity to uh, give the audience another episode of Urban Theology. So I just want to go ahead and thank everybody who supported us thus far. Um, shout out to everybody who's reached out to us and let us know how we've impacted them in a positive way. Hopefully we're not impacting you in a negative way, but you never know. You never know. That's true. We hope it's positive. Yeah. Well, hey, before we kick off into anything, why don't we go ahead and uh, kick off with our prayer i believe it's your goal cool cool so in jesus name um father we thank you for your grace and your love towards us uh, we thank you because uh, it is fresh and it is new every day and uh, we thank you for uh, even the topic of today Lord, we know it may be a little uncomfortable and difficult to talk about but we know that by your power by your spirit you'll give me and Tobey grace to speak about this gracefully and we pray by your power and spirit uh, many will be touched by this and they'll be encouraged uh, to, to, you know, to grow in you and to seek you more. And we just thank you for all that you're going to do and all that you've done. In Jesus' most precious name we pray. Amen. 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 Bro, that prayer was really needed, right? So we have a difficult topic today. Um, I was not looking forward to this topic. I actually, I've, I've, I've been ducking this topic. I've been ducking this topic and... Uh, we kind of opened up to each other uh, before even recording this episode, and we both have been ducking this topic, you know. Um, so the topic that we've been ducking is the big C word, right? Celibacy. Uh, we both have struggled with celibacy, but I, I, I don't know what what made you more comfortable talking about this on the podcast to be honest i'm literally going through it and i feel like i feel like it is it is therapeutic to talk about your journey in the midst of it because there's a lot of relatability in it like what i'm currently living through there are other people that are living the same existence as me that are trying to pursue the same things as me right like i'm not the only one you know, trying to, trying to do this. And also too, just generally, I try not to shy away from uncomfortable topics. Well, honestly, I'm trying to get better at not shying away from uncomfortable topics, man. But, but I know you were a little uncomfortable and apprehensive when, you know, we, we were going to talk about this. Yeah, I was, I was big uncomfortable, you know, not even a little, right? So uncomfortable, I actually moved the recording because we normally record on, what, a Sunday? And I was like, yo, I need more time now. There was a backstory. There was a backstory. So I'm, I, I am in Nigeria, and the food the food has been amazing, you know? So I, I had a little stomach issue I had to, had to deal with. But uh, we thank God for deliverance. We thank God I'm, uh, I'm feeling good. But I use that in, as an excuse. Now, what got me more comfortable talking about this topic um, as I was praying, uh, something just dawned on me, and, it, and the thing that dawned on me was um, just understanding that we're 
we're all called to be followers of Christ and not followers of people that follow Christ. So one of the reasons why I am not comfortable talking about celibacy, um, not only have I struggled with celibacy, but I also see people who have successful marriages, successful relationships, and these are people that love God or these are people that worship God, they profess their faith, um, they walk in their faith. And I've always thought about it. I'm like, well, they don't seem so bad. You know, wh wh why do I have to, you know, get on the celibacy train when, you know, I know people who are married with kids and everything seems great. And they told me like, yeah, I couldn't do this, you know, and as I mentioned, it just boiled down to, you know, I'm a follower of Christ, not a follower of people that follow Christ. You know, we all have our flaws. I think it's a, pardon me, and I believe it's in Hebrews 10, where it talks about, um, like, if you continue to do a sin over and over, that there's no, I think it's an atonement for it, you know, especially if you know that something is wrong. So um, we all have been, we all have been fortunate enough to read God's word. Um, we know some of the scripture, know what it says about celibacy and premarital sex. And it was really difficult for me because I just want to fit in. Like, why do I have to, you know, be the one that actually wants to hold out on something that is, very very sweet <laughs> you know so that's that that was my reason for being uncomfortable with this topic i'm not even gonna lie to you man honestly like i appreciate the the transparency and i appreciate you being honest with me and also the listeners you know being honest with the people it is uncomfortable to talk about your flaws right and it is uncomfortable to talk about where you fall short it is uncomfortable to expose areas of your life where things are not as peachy and rosy, right? Because we like to pretend as if, man, I don't do nothing wrong. Like, not saying I'm perfect, but like, yo, I live a pretty good life. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't rob people. I, I don't rob people. Like, I don't, I don't steal, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm honest. You know, what's a little bit of sex on the side, you know what I'm saying, to this, you know, chick I'm not married to or, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's wrong with me, what, what's wrong with me watching this video at 1 a.m.? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm like I'm not sleeping with somebody. Like you know, we find a way to try to justify things and make it make it a make it okay. But kind of like you said, like at the end of the day, we have to be accountable to the Lord for our actions, right? We can't try to justify. You know, like right is right and wrong is wrong, no matter what culture says or no matter where the the culture is shifting. You know. Yeah, and I also feel like it's difficult because it's a two it's a, it, it's a two-party type of game, right? So you have somebody on the other end of this. Now you're in a relationship. So talking about celibacy is involving your girl, right? Um, so I could just imagine, imagine, imagine I have this orange, right? And me and you, or me and my partner, we enjoy this orange. Like I, I, I eat half, she eats half. After we eat the orange, she's like, how the orange taste? I'm like, yo, this orange was amazing. Like it was super juicy. Like, ah, the sweetest thing I've ever tasted. And then I get on a podcast and I say, hey, that orange that I ate, it kind of made me feel a little empty inside. It kind of made me feel a little sad, right? So you have this other party who's listening to this and they're like, but I thought this orange was good for you. I thought you said you had a good time, right? So you can all you can make that other party feel really guilty. You can make that other party feel as though they're the one causing you to do certain things. Um, so it, it's 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 a difficult it's a difficult place to be. Um, and then like even with like sharing your experiences, you do have another party that might not want you to share certain things. I'm not going to ever say any names in terms of like, oh, hey, I was with so-so-and-so, this and that, but 
they're going to hear something. They'll, they'll, they'll feel as though I'm putting them out there. You know, so th th that's also another difficult part. And I think the last thing for me in terms of like why it's so difficult to talk about this is just um, I don't have a direct way out. I'm so used to figuring out, okay, how I can escape something, right? So I don't have the multi-year relationship that could lead to marriage soon and could end my celibacy, right? Um, right now, single, and I don't, I don't see a way out, right? I don't have the girlfriend, so it's like, well, am I going to be celibate forever? Like, how long do I got to wait? So now I'm kind of like antsy because it's like, okay, I don't have nobody in the works. So am I about to wild out in these streets? Like, what's going on? It just seems like a, it just seems like forever away, you know? So it's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this, bro, this, this is difficult, man. This is difficult. It's all good, man. I, I got you through this conversation. Cause I mean, I face my own difficulties as well, which, you know, I'll highlight, you know, later in the episode, but, but yeah, you're not in this yeah. alone, bro. Well, hey, let's get into it. I'm gonna give you the chance to, you know, put yourself on the cross first. Uh, so why don't we discuss um, how we got here, right? So how did you get to this point of saying, I want to wait until marriage? And then where are you currently in that journey? Um, <laughs> so, I mean, for like, for like most people, uh, the, like if you asked me before I became a Christian, I would say like, no, I'm not gonna, try and wait or whatever but like definitely for me it was something that came into the picture after i gave my life to christ saying like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna wait right i'm gonna try you know i'm gonna try my best you know to to, to keep myself right but if i'm being 100 honest that's not the easiest thing to do right there's because i still have my singleness or i still have my singleness you know like i was still you know, doing things I shouldn't have been doing with people I had no business doing them with, right? That's that's one part, right? And then there's also uh -huh. to the idea of like not being in a relationship and then the, the challenge of pornography, right? That's another thing that threatens my celibacy because people may think like, oh, well, you're just touching yourself, you're just masturbating. There's no, there's nothing wrong with it. But and uh -huh. and that kind of comes, that kind of comes from the concept of like. Well, I'm not a, I'm not in a relationship and I'm not doing anything. So I feel like I just need like I need something that's close to it and it's not that bad, right? So that's those are the I mean obviously those are the challenges. We'll get we'll get more into that, but like definitely kind of like to kind of go back to your original question. It's it, it started from you know be me being a Christian and saying, I'm gonna wait. And then you know, just rounding up, to be honest, it's it's been very hard to maintain. Even being in a relationship, being single was hard. Being in a relationship, it was hard. If I'm being honest, it's it's very hard on both both fronts. But okay, but what about you? What so about you? Where right? are How you, did you right get, now? If you don't, where know. where where am I right now? If if I'm being yes. honest, yeah. If I if I'm being honest, I'm struggling. Like like I'll be hundred percent transparent. I'm in a relationship, but I still struggle like I struggle with pornography like even though I have a girlfriend I still struggle with pornography you would think oh you have a girlfriend like why are you still watching pornography because I mean for example like if you and your girlfriend are abstaining and you're working on it which is not easy by the way let's reiterate that that's not easy right um there's there's the temptation to feel like well yeah. I'm not doing anything with her let me at least fulfill this manly urge right let me just you know so get this joint done or whatever yeah and that is a that is a direct challenge to your celibacy because you're impure. You're, you're making yourself impure when you do that. So it's not just oh sleeping with your um, sleeping with somebody you're not married to is that too. So if I'm being hundred percent honest, I'm struggling with my yeah. celibacy. Like I'm I'm not gonna pretend I'm struggling with it right now. Hey, I I, I thank you for the transparency. I'm I'm, I'm gonna take over here. <laughs> so where how did I get here? How did I get to this point? Um, I've been I've been having sex since I was seventeen, 
right? Um, this this is something that started at a young age. I'm going on 32 now. And um, I think for me, I, I just saw my dad, my dad's relationship with women and how he was a really caring father. He had the money, he was successful. And I realized it was like, he had this insatiable appetite for women and that really burnt him with my, not not like literally burnt him, no, I beg, but <laughs> it, 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 it hurt the, the family dynamic. And I always said to myself, like, I don't want to be like my dad. There, there are certain traits that I want to take from him, but this appetite for women that didn't seem to be quenched, I don't want to take that. So at some point, I realized that God can use me, right? So um, I'm this guy who, for whatever reason, women are attracted to me. But at some point, I had to realize that there's a call I had to answer, right? So I was just mm -hmm. like, hey, I, I truly believe that if I can show people that, you know, a guy like me can obey God's word and, and be subservient to him, regardless of the way my flesh feels, that it would be doing God's work. So I was mm -hmm. like, hey, you know what? I want to be celibate. I want to wait till marriage. Now, it's difficult when you're so used to, like, I've been, I've been chopping meats. I've been eating meats <laughs> for a long time. If, if I tell myself I'm going to be a vegetarian, I don't, I don't even know how to start that, you know? So you have the withdrawal phase. And of course, you know, I've, I've, I've had times that I've fallen in my journey. So, and it's easier in relationships for me because I think you have a teammate that can help you out. Um, if, as, as I'm single, I'm talking to a single woman and I'm like, hey, you're really attractive, but I want to wait till marriage. And some single woman, aren't even thinking about like the next day. You feel me? They're yeah. thinking about, okay, right now, like we're in this ship right now. So I want it and I want it now, you know? So where am I at in my celibacy? Um, the last time I, I stumbled was in South Africa, right? Um, I, I was, fortunate enough to meet this young lady who was also waiting to a marriage. Uh, we weren't in a relationship or anything. A really nice person, but we always were really comfortable talking about the future. That, that's another thing, right? When you're walking with God, you feel comfort talking about the future, right? Like we would say things like, you know, oh, when we get married, when we do this, but we weren't in a relationship though. Um, we were just comfortable because we knew like what our walk looked like. Um, so I remember having a conversation with you. I went to South Africa and yeah, your boy went crazy, right? South Africa is a beautiful place, has a beautiful woman and your boy went crazy. Uh, so I remember talking to you about it and I was like, yo, I don't think I need to tell her, you know, because she doesn't know um, we can still carry on our conversation. And I remember you advised me, you said, hey, I think you should tell her. Um, and I still didn't tell her at the time, but as I kept on praying, I kept feeling guilty. And we would have these talks of like the future. And I always just felt guilty because it, it'd be something as innocent as just, we'd be talking about things that we see, maybe our friends. And she would say something like, yeah, I can't believe he did that to her. Like, why would he, you know, lead her on but he's sleeping with this person now just like hmm sounds familiar so I, I wound I wound up opening up to this woman and um yeah it, it it did derail things but it got me back on track in terms of my relationship with God right because I, I didn't have to hide behind anything uh since then um, just like you I've struggled with pornography now, it's one of those things where I am doing a lot better. 
Um, we've we've held each other up. We've prayed for each other. Um, we, we've put some mechanisms in place and things like that. So I'm doing a lot better. So where I'm at today is I actually I actually met someone. I met someone um, and we got to this point where we're looking at each other like, yo, what are we about to do? You know? And I had to take that stance of, hey, I want to wait till marriage, right? It was tough because I think the woman that I was speaking to was looking to me to be a leader. So if I would have been like, hey, I'm trying to go ham, I feel like she would have been like, okay, hey, this is a man who wants to lead in this way, right? So I literally had to look at myself in the mirror and say, how you want to leave this woman? You know, so um, still not in a relationship, but I, I did choose to not, uh, you know, start off any relationship um, with sex. So that's where I'm at right now. I mean, I appreciate, appreciate the honesty and transparency, man, honestly, because it's not, like like I said earlier, it's just not easy to, to shed light on areas of our life that are dark or the areas where things are not, you know what I'm saying, squeaky clean. Because people might think, oh, man, you guys host urban theology, man. Y'all be breaking it down, doing this, that, and the third. <laughs> but, like, man, we're just, we're flawed human beings, man. We need the same grace that y'all need, honestly, man, so. Yeah, yeah, no, that's 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 the truth, and I, I hope everyone listening to this understands how difficult this conversation really is because we were outside of this episode, we were just talking like, "Yo, how are we gonna approach this?" And I think Raheem really helped me with this. He was like, "Yo, just let it breathe, bro. Like, we're gonna pray about this. We're gonna ask God to direct us in this conversation, and ultimately, we want to make sure people understand that." just because the world is one way does not mean you have to go with the world, run with the wind. You know, God has given us his stance on premarital sex. He's given us his stance on doing these, on pornography, on, it's, it's there, right? And people will shame you about this. Make no mistake about it. People will shame you about this, right? The Bible talks about persecution. And when you think, at least for me, when I think of persecution, I'm like, well, ain't nobody throwing no stones at me. So like, I'm good. But people will persecute you, right? People will make fun of you, especially if you're a woman. You know, I, I think this episode, it's geared to men and women. But, you know, I know women who men will be like, oh, who's going to wait for you? Like, you're not even a virgin. Like, the seal has been tampered with like all this and that you know but you got to understand that uh god's mercy god's grace is enough right so at any point in time if you surrender your life to god no man can tell you that you are not worthy no man can tell you that you are not worth the weight you understand so um i i just want to encourage both men and women i also feel like with with men, an issue with celibacy is that it's marveled upon, right? Like there are some women that will hear a man say, hey, I want to be celibate. And they look at that like, ooh, I got one. You know, this yeah. is like prime steak. You know, this is prime steak. And as a man, you want a teammate, right? You want somebody that can, it's almost like in the game of basketball, you can have a dominant center, but you want the point guard that's going to, you know, dribble up and give you the ball you know you need somebody to help you out right so you, you you want that partner who's also going to you know work towards celibacy so it, it, it's tough on both ends bro it's tough on both ends I can't lie about that that's real man. so so we talked about some of our struggles well, let's talk about moving forward you know because uh, we're in 2022 Hey, it's about to be Valentine's Day. And if there's ever a hindrance to celibacy, it is Valentine's Day. Uh, so moving forward, how are you attacking celibacy? So like the biggest thing, honestly, is just putting, putting things in place to keep you safe, right? I, I, I watched, bro, I, I was watching a sermon, right? And it was just talking about, this was like a few days ago, and it just talked about like, 
like part of how we should grow is we should learn to learn we should learn to look downstream right pretty much the whole concept is is like the decisions and choices that i make now the positions that i put myself in where would that lead me to right is it going to lead me down like lead me down a cliff right so it's like okay if we for example like let's say you're dating somebody with education would be okay we, we we have a nice dinner that's fine you know we you know we have a nice gathering or whatever would it be advisable for me to go up to like her place you know after i drop her off like go inside and you know have a little nightcap maybe get some coffee you know start talking blah 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 like hey. what no but you got to say like you have to kind of, and it's, I, it's I hard mean, to yeah. do but you have to kind of like and and it's kind of interesting we have to predecide it like we have to predecide okay like if i stay late what's going to happen right So we have to we have to put in mechanisms that protect us. So that's one is is to try to think ahead of like okay like like what like what can I do to stop me from going there? Right? That's like in the relationship context. I'll give you guys the other side. So for like I talked to, I I alluded earlier to like you know my struggle with pornography. I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all. I literally cannot download apps on my phone or go on certain websites cuz Toby has the passcode to my phone. Like he has the passcode to my phone. and the password. So I literally cannot access like like for example, I can't go on WebMD. I don't know why, but for some reason the filter is that strict it, it blocks it blocks Bruh. WebMD on my phone. Bro, let me talk about this. I cannot look at Whirlpool home appliances because apparently <laughs> the word Whirlpool is like a sick and deranged word or something because like I have parental controls. So like I'm trying to buy a dishwasher And I can't buy a dishwasher. Like I'm looking at it right here, like yo, I I just want to buy an appliance, bro. <laughs> hey, keep going, bro. My bad. No, no, no. That's that's real. Like and like setting up. So like so that's an example. I was having an issue with pornography, right? And I gave him the password, you know, to my device. And I give you guys another thing. This y'all y'all may say this is saying this is extreme. But I had a MacBook Pro and I downloaded I I downgraded from a MacBook Pro to an iPad Pro so just so I would not have the fear of you know looking at pornography on my computer I'm not even the fear but just the the issue right so like I saw an issue and I was like you know it's probably better for me to just get rid of this before it becomes it becomes worse right so the biggest thing I would say for you if you're struggling whoever is listening to this with your celibacy try to put mechanisms in place that that helps support where you want to go right whether that's if you struggle with pornography having someone have the codes to your phone right if you're in a relationship or you're dating make rules to not you know stay over late or do things too late at night with someone of the opposite sex right those are some practical um mechanisms i could share but what do you what would you like suggest bro same things you suggested i would also add that we cannot do this by our own strength alone right so i i know one thing that we failed at in the beginning was we had all these all these uh apps and all these little things and it's like bro we need god that's what we need right like we can yeah, yeah, we can wake yeah. up and throw our phones away but we, this is 2022 you know you walk outside and it's 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 temptation you like it's, it's just everywhere you know so just understanding that we need god to help us out of this problem um i think with me and you i've been so blessed to have somebody that is on the same page with me so a lot of times when i mess up you're also on that page of like hey look i'm going to pray for you um let's fight this spiritual battle this is not something that we can just you know put a bandaid over so you're always there for me to to, to talk to um, even though we're in different places in terms of like relationships i i just think god has blessed me with you and allowed us to have a good bond where um, you hold me accountable um sometimes you be checking up i'm like yo stop checking up on me like <laughs> i i i i i want to detach myself and relax in peace but um i i will say we have progressed so much like it it it's it's gotten to a point where now if we open up to each other about something i mean 
there's always going to be, you know, hey, I want you to take accountability, but now it, it's a shock, right? I'm like, yo, like, what's really good? You know, because we're doing really good and we're in this happy space. Like, what's the matter? Because we've gotten to a point where it's not as frequent. So um, I'm, I'm really excited about that. But the same thing that you mentioned in terms of mechanisms, and I would also say, don't take this lightly, right? Whether it's uh, pornography or celibacy, and we'll, we'll have another episode that really dives into pornography, but um, don't take this lightly. You are gonna have partners who take this lightly. Um, you have to reevaluate. You have to reevaluate and you have to draw a line in the sand. And just to kind of add, like there, it's, it's hard to realize when you're struggling but there is joy in being pure. There's literally, there's literally joy that can be found in purity because there's peace with God, right? There's, there's no anonymity between you and God, right? And, and the enemy, right? So the plan of the enemy is he always wants us, he wants us to do what, he wants to do whatever. So imagine there's an umbrella over you, right? There's a covering, right? There's an umbrella that's keeping you safe from the rain, right? That's that's yeah. God's cover. That's God's covering our covenant with God when we're, you know, when we're right with God, right? When we yeah. sin, right? Especially sin of like the sexual nature, it brings a lot of shame. It brings a lot of guilt and a lot of condemnation, right? So then, once yep. that umbrella, once that umbrella moves, bro, here comes the hail. Here comes the rain, and that's the enemy like saying, "All right, I got you." Now I'm gonna start throwing these body punches. You're trash. Your guard. Your garbage. God doesn't love you. Look at you, man. You messed up, man. You filthy. You're crap. You're all of that, right? And his yeah. whole goal, his whole goal is just to make you feel like you're unwanted, to make you feel like garbage, make you feel like you're unloved, right? But what we have to learn to do is let's fight for our purity and let's fight for our joy. Let's fight for that relationship with God. So what does that mean? That means I want to fight against anything that wants to threaten my relationship with God, anything I want to take away from my connection and my closeness to God, like how do I get the resolve to fight against that, right? And what does that do for me? That allows me to have joy and stay connected to God. So pretty much fight against anything that's trying to um, separate you from God. So I just wanted to add that, bro. Yeah, and I'll also add, do not compare yourself to others, right? That That's something I've struggled with because I know people that are married with children and they are as happy as can be, or so they say, because you really only can watch from the outside. You're not on the inside. And they've told me like, hey, look, we had premarital sex, but I knew I wanted that woman and it was okay. And then I start comparing myself and I'm like, well, if they did it, I can do it. And the way I started this episode was saying, we are followers, we're called to be followers of Christ, not followers of people that follow Christ because we are all flawed individuals and comparison, at least for me, is something that I don't do. Like, I don't look at your relationship and say, okay, you know what? I need your same story. You know, I don't look at where you're at with your relationship and say, okay, you know what? I strive to get to there. I mean, hey, your relationship is a beautiful thing. Uh, my mentor's relationship is a beautiful thing, but I'm in this running my race. I, I, I'm in this trying to pay attention to whatever God tells me to do. So it's it doesn't help when I try and compare to other people's things and whatnot. Hey. So I was then going to ask, once you actually fall, because um, as you kind of alluded to, like getting outside of that covering, having that shame over your head, it, it, it's sometimes tough to get back under the covering because it's not like it, it really is us individually moving out of that covering, right? It's, it's not as if God is like, okay, hey, I hate you now. You know, you're no longer you know, you're no longer my child, I don't love you. It's really that shame, that guilt that then makes us feel like, okay, hey, I have to step away from this tent because I am no longer pure. Um, how do you bounce back? What are some ways that you bounce back? Um, I, I know it, 
it can be difficult to bounce back because I, mean, I don't know about you, but hey, when I do fall, it's always a fun fall, you know. So <laughs> it's like I'm gonna go on this slide again. <laughs> of course, but 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 that's a really big question. Like, how do you bounce back? And I'm gonna share something that has literally I want to like saved my life, but like in the battles with sin. And when you fall, it can be hurtful and it sucks and it's painful, right? But this is really what I love about the Bible, right? And this is why I believe it to be true. It says in uh, 1 John 1, 9 that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and he's just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Man, like, it's weird. Like how, like if I'm, if I feel, if I feel low, you probably think like, why does that encourage me when I feel like a piece of garbage? Why does that make me feel hopeful when I feel far from God? Because it says God is faithful, right? So that means that to say that God is faithful, it means that like the Bible says, he will never leave nor forsake me. Right? So he won't leave me. And what does that mean that he's just? That means that he's right. And because he's faithful and he's just, right? That means that he's right. Only he can forgive and make me right. It can make me right and cleanse me of all my impurity, right? So that if I confess and I don't lie, right? If I confess my sins to him, he can make me whole again. He can make me pure. And it doesn't matter how filthy I feel, right? Because it's not about what I feel, right? Because what I feel doesn't negate God's truth, right? I may feel nasty, yeah. but, if I, but if I confess my sins to him, I, can, you know, I, don't, I confess them to him. He will purify me. So that's really what helps me is when I when I really mess up and I, and I feel low. Well, that's one. I confess my sins to him. And I also like, I talk to you like, hey, bro, I screwed up. I messed up, right? So first I go to God and then I also share. I mean, obviously like you would hope that it doesn't get to the point of us messing up before we share, right? But the Bible also talks about James, James 5, 16, right? Confess to one another so that you may be healed, right? So confess your sins to one another. I like, confess to God, right? but also confess to one another so that you can be healed. So that's what I do. I confess to God and also confess to those that I trust so that I can receive healing. Because Question. what's going to happen is, what's up? Question. Um, I'm, I'm on the same page with you. Now, do you confess to the person that you're involved with? I mean, it depends. I mean, I, I think like, I mean, technically you're, you're not married, so you're technically still a, a single. Like, what, like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, you, you haven't, like, like, you haven't made the vow before God yet. So it's still very, like, you and God, if that makes sense. Like, it's still very, like, personal. Yeah. But I think, I think on the other side, like, when, you, when you're married, you, you need to, like, you need to share that because there's a, there's a covenant. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying, like, you should keep it secret, but do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, it's still, like, it's still unique to you, if that makes sense. I, I get what you're saying. I just but again, like... that all that also depends on the person too. But that's that's kind of more so what I think. I don't know. What do you think? I I, I typically would confess to the person that I'm in that I'm involved with simply because if there, I would want to let them know how I feel and let them understand that this is something that I want to correct. Because if of course. you and your partner are eating cake and you sitting here saying, hey, I want to cut some weight, but at the same time, your partner knows that you enjoy cake, she's going to keep feeding you cake. So I personally, I personally, I personally in relationships, like if, if, you know, I, I, I slip and fall. I will talk to my partner. I'll say, hey, this cake is really good. There's nothing wrong with the cake, right? Because I think sometimes the delivery can be really important, right? Of like course. you tell a woman like, hey, look, I don't want this. And it's like, well, why don't you want this? <laughs> you know, but you know, yeah, the course. cake is really good. You know, all the stuff is, the ingredients properly made, all of that is great. But Right now I have this journey, I have this promise that I made to God that I want to fulfill. And you know about this and you understand that it's not easy for me, but I really appreciate you and 
I want to take this journey with you and it's going to be a fulfilling journey, right? It's not going to, it's not like we have to not have sex forever. It's just, you know, we get to that stage where we, I'm, I'm doing a court wedding. I'm not waiting for the whole, you know, shebang. Yeah. Doing a court wedding, <laughs> you know, yeah. at that point. And yeah, we can now be ourselves and not feel any shame. You know, so I, I personally believe in confessing to your partner as well. Um, I think it just makes it easier. Yeah, I, I was gonna say like, I, like I didn't know what, like I didn't know where you were going with it. I said like, yeah, if you if you're in a relationship, yeah, like in that context, especially if y'all if y'all are either relationship or you're dating and y'all and y'all fall together, like of course, like each of y'all should go to God, you know, on your on your own and confess. And I think like, you know, come back together. And this is where I agree with you too, is like have that conversation between the two of you. Like, yeah, man, like this is like what we want to do. It's like, unfortunately we fell short, but like, what can we do so that we're not back at this point again, right? Like what, like, what can we, like, how do we hold each other accountable, right? How do, like, what do we do that allows us to be in the best position to stick to our goal, right? Which is pleasing God with our bodies, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do we get, how do we get back to that? So like, I agree with you on, on that on that accord, most definitely. Hey, the, the ugly side of this that people don't talk about as often is that sometimes you can't take certain people with you. So you might have the relationship that you've had for a few years and that person is never going to come, it, it, that person is never meant to come along with you. So you have to cut it off. You know, it's, 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 it, it sucks because you get used to somebody and we're ultimately just friends, but they're never going to get on schedule. And if this is something that you have opened up to that partner about, they ultimately will pacify the situation. They're like, oh yeah, no, I, I, I get it, I get it. But it keeps on happening. The ugly side of it is you may need to walk away. You know, it's not easy at all. And I will say, um, when, when looking for accountability partners, it's best to go with the same sex, right? So if there's any man who's struggling in this department, whether it's pornography or celibacy, I believe God has given us this platform to help you, right? So I, hey, if you reach out to me, shameless plug, the Urban Theology Instagram at urban theology underscore you know you can say hey you know can can somebody talk to me i think me and raheem share the same sentiments in terms of hey we will we will reach out you know if, if, if you contact us and you let us know like hey i'm struggling with this i need accountability part if you're a woman please i have i cannot help you in this you know but like, but we know women we can connect you to we have women in our circles that we can you know, send you right to that are, yes. you know, victorious in this area of life. They actually are doing the do. Yes, but do not look at me and expect me to sit here and you're telling me how you're so tempted and, you know, oh, this and that. Like, hey, look, I'm struggling too, okay? So <laughs> I, I personally would say find an accountability partner of the same sex that can kind of relate to that temptation like, I know with Raheem, I be telling him, like, yo, you ever wake up in the morning and, like, you know, you just get that urge? He's like, yeah, yo, I feel you, you know? So I, I can't I can't imagine, you know, just talking to a woman and she's like, oh, yeah, I I, I get morning wood, <laughs> you know? So, it, it, so, yeah, it doesn't hit the same. It's not the same. It's not the same. It, it, it doesn't hit the same, man. So, uh Hey, I think I think we can go ahead and touch on some scripture, man. I think we can go ahead and touch on some scripture. This has definitely been one of my, I would say it's been one of my favorite topics, one of the most difficult topics to talk about. But after kind of touching on it, I feel like, hey, this is probably one of my favorite episodes, really. Yeah, man. Um, I guess I'll go with my scripture first. But before I do that, I just wanted to encourage kind of just to kind of wrap up. Because yeah, it's been a really dope, dope conversation, man. Just to encourage anyone like, and this is kind of something me and Tobey really believe is that seeking God is and being like seeking God and making the habit of seeking God 
is the best way to overcome any sin. I'm I'm learning like I'm legit in a season right now where I'm seeking God and I'm praying and I'm learning that if I want to kill my flesh, I need to pray, right? Like my flesh hates prayer, it hates communion with God, right? But my spirit it yearns to be, my spirit mm. yearns for God, right? Like that's why Jesus said, you know, the the um the flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing, right? The spirit is willing to commune mm-hmm. and seek with God, but the flesh is weak, right? It wants to stop you from praying, it wants to stop you from you know, reading your Bible and doing those spiritual things, which will, which will strengthen you. So we just want to encourage you, like, just um, pray and don't stop praying. And, you know, God will, God will give you victory. So with that being said, I'm hopping to my scripture for today. Uh, the scripture that I'm going to be sharing with everyone is going to be taken from um, the book of the book of James. So give me one second. It's James yeah james 117 right it says um every good and perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of heavenly lights who does not change like shifting shadows right so we're reminded in the bible that every good and perfect gift it comes from god even the gift of sex right so god is not like god is not withholding from you if you're if you're if you're on a celibacy journey if you're on a purity journey and you're trying to keep yourself from marriage, right? God is not withholding sex from you because the enemy wants you to believe that God doesn't want you to have fun. He doesn't want you to enjoy the gift of sex. But in, in actuality, yeah. um, the gift of sex is best enjoyed in the covenant of marriage, right? It's a, like the Bible just told us this is a good and perfect gift. So I just want to encourage, um, encourage y'all with that word, man. So, yeah. No, amazing, amazing. My scripture is from 1 Corinthians chapter 15. I'm going to read verses 1 and 2. And I'm reading the New International Version. It says, Now, brothers and sisters, I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you, which you received and on which you have taken your stand. By this gospel you were saved if you hold firmly to the word I preached to you. Otherwise, you have believed in vain. So I say this because we know better, right? We, we, we are familiar with scriptures and most people have been raised in some type of church setting and whether it's your parents telling you like, oh, don't do this, be pure, do this. Like we've heard the gospel, you know, in verse two, it, it says, otherwise you have believed in vain. You know, God's promises are not partial. You know, he's not saying, okay, hey, this promise, you can believe in it. Oh, this word, you don't believe in it. You know, everything is, everything he says comes to pass. He doesn't like, so just understanding that, you know, the scripture talks about um, premarital sex. The scripture talks about pornography. The scripture talks about sexual immorality and, um, we're not meant to break that up into pieces, right? The gospel is the gospel. All of it is meant to be heard and followed. So I, I, I really just believe that if you truly take God as your Lord and Savior, that you should follow everything that he said. And I know it's difficult. I know it's difficult, but... Um, I, I recall times in my life where I felt really secure. And those are times where I could I, I could talk to God without feeling like guilty, right? Whereas like, I mean, of course, you know, I'm never like just perfect, but in the times where I feel like, oh God, I woke up today, I talked to you. I don't have anything to hide from you. I mean, I, I've just felt really good. Like it's a joy that mm-hmm. I can't really, I can't really match by anything like I could have the best sex ever. Right. And, you know, before you know it, one thing happens and it's like that joy is gone. Right. Versus I could have communication with God and everything is just out in the open with God and things happen to me and it just bounces right off me. Cause I'm just like, yeah, like God got me. The father had me. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's my scripture. Um, if you've enjoyed this episode, if you've enjoyed previous episodes, 
please let us know. Um, you can do so by leaving us a rating on the Apple Podcast platform that is uh, under Apple's podcast page, the Urban Theology uh, Urban Theology page. You can also shoot, leave us a message on Instagram, leave us a comment on our Instagram at Urban Theology underscore. Um, if you ever need to reach out to me personally, okay, feel free to reach out to me at long live T-O-B-E. That's on Instagram, Twitter, whatever you want to use. Um, where can they find you? Um, yeah, you can find me at rice underscore and underscore stew on Instagram. Like my man Tobey said, if you want to reach out about the podcast or prayer or just anything like that, man, feel free to reach out. Most definitely. Yeah, and I want to say we're praying for everybody, right? We're praying for all the listeners. Um, I'm praying for Raheem. I know Raheem's praying for me. And ultimately, we just, uh, I know me and Raheem are just striving to um, be good husbands. We're striving to, um, you know, lead our wives in the way that God designed us to. And it's, it's, it's difficult, you know. So please pray for us. We'll continue to pray for you. And we'll continue to speak about the things that God has put on our hearts to speak about. Because these are difficult topics that um, you do have some churches that, you know, they don't really tackle these things, you know. And, and these are important topics for younger men and women, especially as we're getting into this age of like technology just dominating everything, you know. So uh, pray for us. We'll pray for you. And uh, as always, we'll continue to you know, provide these episodes that can help you in your journey with Christ. Yes, sir, man. So we love y'all. Keep tuning in. Uh, we appreciate y'all. We'll catch y'all on the next one. Peace. Peace.